Fascinating story here, which really speaks to one of the fundamentals of marketing that I was taught when I first got into the space, and and I think is is it still rings true. I mean, even when with the with some of the consulting work that we're doing with with certain brands and restaurants, um, just the idea that you know, as a marketer, you and as a practitioner. One of your only responsibilities, I mean, we have tons of responsibilities and, and the days get taken up by lots of different tasks, but fundamentally, our role is to protect the brands that we service at all costs. And and this story is interesting. It, it's come out of the New York Times and, and uh, it highlights that there are restaurants really throughout the world, um, including some with Michelin stars that are starting to receive these threatening emails from from really what are restaurant terrorists um, saying, look, we're going to barrage your your Google listing, your Yelp listing with one-star reviews if you don't give us X, Y, and Z. And then in most of the cases, it's, it's something like a $75 Google Play Store gift card. So it's nothing crazy in terms of the expense that these stores are having to cough up to, to avoid this. But it's really indicative of, of uh two sides of, of what is a very important brand equation here. So uh, on the the one side, the, the, the hackers, the terrorists, whatever you want to call them, have realized just how important it is in, in, for restaurants in this day and age to have as close to a five-star or a stellar rating as you can possibly get. All things equal, you know, pricing, cuisine even. Um, most people are going to make their dining decisions on a quick Google search and a quick Yelp search of, of the restaurants in their area, and then they're going to probably pick the one with the highest star rating, all else equal. And knowing that, you know, it, it's, it's actually similar to, to kind of organic search results. And, and when you think about how important it is to be one of the top three hits on Google, the same is true when it comes to your star rating as a restaurant and really anything hospitality, because the difference between having a 4.8 and a 3.8 star rating uh, is enormous in terms of, of what the impact on, on your, your your top line. And so knowing this, I think the restaurants too are, are, are in a between a rock and a hard place where, you, of course, you don't want to give up uh, cash or, or, or you don't want to reward people for doing this kind of behavior, but they're left with no choice because they understand just how valuable it is as a brand to have a, a great star rating. Now, we, we, we recently uh, did some work for a, a restaurant group uh, that, uh, and, and one of the, the things that we, we talked to them a lot about was encouraging their users to leave reviews. And, you know, surprisingly for most people, but, but if you work in the space, it's not so surprising that even when you encourage people to leave reviews, proper reviews, I mean, you know, if you really ask customers to leave reviews, um, you, you, what, what happens is on, on net or on average, the, the star rating actually skews quite high, surprisingly high. It's, it's very rare for people to leave anything lower than a three-star review. And as a, as a restaurant owner, as a hospitality, you know, the hotel or whatever kind of business um, owner, if you live and breathe by star ratings and, and making sure that you've got a, a great star rating with the, the requisite volume, of course, to, to be impressive. 
encouraging people to to leave reviews is, is always a good idea because again on on the margins there the, the things typically work out okay where this story gets very interesting is that in the face of, of one star reviews even michelin restaurants right i mean michelin star restaurants typically don't don't need to worry too much about reputation um but these are the the kinds of restaurants that these restaurant terrorists are are, are targeting um, because even a Michelin uh, recognition, it, it just isn't enough anymore in this day and age. It's, you know, similar to, to Google, when you think about the the proxy for, for organic search, where you can have a great business nowadays. I mean, really, you know, stellar customer service, stellar website, all these kinds of things. But if you're not showing up high on, the, on, on Google, um, you just don't have the trust factor. So trust in today's age as a consumer is, is, is very different. It, it's almost changed to where we, we, we as consumers rely on other other indicators now to, to tell us whether something is good enough. It's, it's rare for people to even have their own opinions. You know, think about even just some, some of the conversations you probably have with with individuals in your network. It's, it's People's opinions are very much informed by what Others are telling them, and then nowadays, especially you know, the, the, what the tech platforms are serving to us uh, in terms of what's showing up on our Instagram feeds, or Facebook feeds, or Twitter feeds, what's showing up at the top of Google, and then all, and then finally, what's showing up at the top of, of Yelp in terms of uh, you know the, the restaurants that we go to as well. So it's fascinating. Uh, it, you know, it, it caught my eye because of that fundamental lesson that I was taught when I first got into marketing uh, from my mentor, uh, just about protecting the brands that we service at all at all costs. I mean, it, it's so important that as marketers, we remember that, okay, there's going to be noise, there's going to be all these uh, things that are thrown your way that you've got to kind of avoid or, or help your brands navigate. But the one fundamental is that you have to protect the brand, protect the brand at all costs. And uh, this this rings completely true. Michelin star restaurants, restaurants all across the world, when faced with a seventy five dollar cost or a seventy five dollar ransom, uh, will will cough it up, no, almost without thinking, to make sure that those one star reviews aren't there. Because a one star review is uh, so difficult to overcome. You know, the, for for you to have even just mathematically, right? To one one-star review offsets a five-star review, you're left at three. So what is it going to take to get you back to 4.5, 4.6, 4.7? I mean, it's going to take so many five-star reviews to offset that one one-star review. So there's a lot of play. Um, as restaurant owners, I'd say the, the, one, the one tip here is to just encourage real customers to leave reviews uh, as often and as frequently as you can because on average, they typically skew higher. If somebody is really unhappy, you know, if... Hopefully you're operating a business where people don't leave completely unhappy. But if you are, um, you know, when asked, typically pe- people will will won't leave a review unless they're really really uh, annoyed. Um, and then on average, typically people leave leave better reviews. So the the way to combat this is to be proactive about gra- grabbing grabbing reviews from as many people as you can. And then of course, if if the opportunity arises, just work the balance sheet to where you can afford to pay these ransoms because until maybe legislation or something else comes into play. Um, that's the only way to protect your brand. Your brand is going to have the earning power over time to offset these, hopefully, uh, these, these ransoms faster than fighting them is going to in the short term.